We, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. He restored my soul. He leaded me in the paths of righteousness. Yea, though I walk through them, I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff. Some people over there quiet. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are. But many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the God of that scripture. Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. We, we continue in the conversation that we've been having, and we have focused our um, preaching over the last few weeks on this uh, pericope found in the book of Exodus, look it up, P-E-R-I-C-O-P-E, good word, um, that um, speaks of when the children of Israel were cornered at the Red Sea. They are cornered in this place and they have no way out. And it is from this pericope that we are expounding upon the thought that was birthed during our ladies' conference of living limitlessly, living a limitless life. Someone shout, I am limitless. That means, we told you that, it means that you have no boundary or you have no bondage, that you are free. And um, this story, as we continue to look at this particular story about the children of Israel at the Red Sea, this is such a perfect example to show us what it means to be limitless because you don't know how limitless you are until you are placed in a limited condition. Many of us, Gia, want to brag on being limitless, but we don't want to ever be placed in a position where we're limited. You don't know you're limited, limitless until you are limited. Okay, say it again, Denzel. You don't know that you are limitless until you are put in a condition where you have limitations. If nobody trying to hold you back, if ain't no forces working against you, you can't brag I'm limitless. You don't know if you're limitless. You don't know you're limitless until life happened. Until the walls cave in and you find out that when you thought there was no way, there is a way. And the thing about it is, limitless living means that there's always a way. Say there's always a way. There's a way up, there's a way forward, there's a way through, there's a way in, there's a way out. Let me say them again. I like them. There's a way up. Say way up. There's a way forward. There's a way through. There's a way in, and there's a way out. There's always, there is all, listen, there is always a way. One more time for your neighbor. There is always a way. For us as limitless people, I don't care what the condition or the precondition. 
Lord God, or the presupposition, Lord Jesus, there is always a way. I can't get this loan. I can't get this. I can't get this. There is always a way. I can't go up to school. I can't pursue my destiny. I can't. There is always. Say always. That means that there's never a time where there isn't. There is always a way. Now, I want to show you something here about this whole thing about a way, because the idea of being a limp, the, again, the concept of being limitless means that there's always a way. Check this out, um, Isaiah 43, verse number 16. Glory to God. Isaiah 43 says this, Thus says the Lord, which maketh, what does it say? Is it there? Let's read it again. Verse 16, everybody ready to read. Thus says the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea, and a path in the mighty waters. Keep on going. Which bringeth forth the chariot and horse, uh -huh. the army and the power. Right. They shall lie down together. Uh -huh. They shall not rise. They are extinct. They are quenched as toes. Keep on going. Might as well read. Y'all know this part. This is the part we shot on. Remember, you're not the former things. Keep on going. Neither consider the things of old. Uh -huh. Why? Behold, I will do a new thing. Uh -huh. Now it shall spring forth. Yeah. Shall ye not know it? What am I going to do? I will even make a way Where? in the wilderness. Hold on. Go to verse 16. What does verse 16 say? Verse, what, verse 16, what does it say? Thus saith the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea. All right, now go back to verse 19. Where is he going to make this way? In the wilderness. This is the new thing. The new thing is, you have been accustomed to me making ways in water. The new thing is to know that I am not limited by conditions. Because many of us carrying on as though what we're going through is new to God. So God only had the ability to bring me through the last sea. But God says, I don't only make ways in seas, I also make ways in wilderness. So, and he said to me so strong here, he says, son, let life would have said and know that whatever their condition is, I make ways in it. We got to stop tripping as though what we are in is shocking heaven. So that's why he says, hold on, man, y'all was tripping because y'all believe I only is make way in sea. And now that you're in the wilderness, you panicking. Like my power is limited to sea. Oh, God almighty. He says, tell these people in here and yourself that I am not limited by condition." There is absolutely no condition you can find yourself in that God says, I will not, cannot, have not made a way. Now, this is potent because this text says he makes a way. But when you go to the book of John, chapter 14, I believe it's verse 6, he says, guess what? The reason I always make a way is because I am the way. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, he says, he says, you always have a way because you always have me. And if you got me, I am the way. Oh, man, listen, I use this stuff to me. I just use this in engineering. I use this when I solve problems. I don't know if Candace Demis uses when they got legal issues going on. I don't know if Robin uses when she had computer issues. I'm so convinced that he's the way. 
when I can't solve an internet problem, and I didn't calculate that a couple times, and I didn't hit the calculator on the table, and I didn't, I'm mad now, I didn't pull all my old textbook, and the thing still ain't working out. You know what I used to do? Read Because I can't figure out the way, but there is a way. There is a way. So I use, I don't see y'all is just use y'all way for Holy Ghost things. You're, you're, you're limiting the way, like, this is the way to get my mind at ease. This is the way to get me from out of stress. No, it's also the way to solve that math problem. It's also the way, Janelle, to that marketing issue. There is always, <laughs> it's the way out of that relationship. There's always... You know, that co-worker that you're trying to figure out how I can. Lord, they dance right next to mine. I can't play the guy and see them. Because they dance right next to mine. I, I got to say something to them. I can't be an all day doing nothing. There's always a way. Touch your neighbor and say transfer. Glory to God. Look at y'all playing like y'all. Like y'all don't want somebody to get transferred to the office. Don't play like you like, Lord, transfer them, transfer me. Somehow fix it, Jesus, fix it, Jesus, fix it, Jesus, fix it, Jesus. Because I didn't try to fix it myself. I didn't, buy them. I didn't buy them coffee. I didn't bring Dunkin' Donuts. I didn't try to engage them in conversation. And they still got stink ways. God, fix it. Make a way. Look at y'all answering me back. Make a way. Because I can't quick because I need this job. All right, so... To be limitless means that you always have a way. Anyway, so last week, as we were looking at this, um, at this story of being at the Red Sea, we pointed out the fact that everyone that wants to live a limitless life, and I'm going to say this without equivocation, every believer that wants to live a limitless life needs a man of God. Oh, and eight years ago, I wouldn't have said that because that's strong. But now, because I have to trust the veracity of the Word of God, I can God, he tell you that I didn't set the game up. He fixed the game. And the way you fix the game is, in order for you to live a limitless life, you need, and I say man of God, let me do the caveat here, man of God is not man as in male, man of God is vessel of God. Be both male and female. In order for you to live your limitless potential out, you need to connect to the man or woman of God that God has assigned to your life. Say amen to that. See, you cannot want to believe the God of the Bible and deny this principle. You got to pick it. You can't say, I, I say if I feel the Holy Ghost, but I don't need no man of God. And you can't do that. Either be a heathen, be outside of the church and don't check for the word of God, but you can't say, I live by the word of God, but you don't want no preacher over your life. Look at y'all and saying nothing back to me. That, that, you're, try, you're trying to make your own rules. You're trying to twist the rules, and I told you all some weeks ago what it means to twist. People who twist, there's a word for them. Ask me what the word is. Wicked. 
people who try to twist stuff, wicked. When you try to manipulate God's rules, you're wicked. That's what wicked, that's what wicked means. Wicked means twisted. Because that's what we get, the furniture in your house, that, that chair your grandma got. What kind of, what kind of, what kind of chair that is? Wicker. Yeah, because the, the, the material them twist up, that's what, that's where you get it from. Come on, it, it, it twists and do together. Wicker, but that, that, that wicked. Come on, I ain't the only one who know wicked people. Anybody knows the wicked people? Yeah. They ain't necessarily evil, they wicked. Evil, evil and wicked ain't the same. You know, evil speaks to a godlessness. Wicked people tend to have God. Wicked people are usually church people. Wicked people know how to pray. Don't play with me. The, the, the parable of the, of, the, of the talents, the Bible says, depart from me, you wicked. He calls him wicked. Didn't say sinful, he said wicked. He didn't say evil, he said wicked. Wicked me, you're twisted. You like try to bend the rules to fit you. You know? He's... The homosexual Christian is wicked. The LGBTQ church, wicked. Twisted. Yeah, they love God, but they twist it. I can't tell. I can tell somebody they don't love God. I can't tell them they don't love God. What I can tell them is that they're wicked. Because they're twisting up the thing to make it suit them. So since I don't want to be delivered, let me let the church come to me. Let me let the rules fit my lifestyle rather than make my lifestyle fit the rules. I think I'm doing pretty good. I ain't lying. I think I'm doing a good job. All right. So we dealt with this last week, and there's a powerful scripture here that I want to, I want to, I'm just driving this home. This, this is just um, a little refresher from last week, and then we can move into this week, and we can do all this, and we can finish on time. Here is it, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 8. I want it in the Amplified because I need, I need you to understand that as we grow, as we advance, let me just tell you all this, members of life. If you remember of life, say yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, if you remember life, let me hear you. If you remember life. Good. Your mind of God about to get crazy blessed. Hold on. Hold on. Your man of God is, is like about to live on a high standard. Right? I, I guess I'm here. Your man of God about to have things. Your, your man of God can have a house that's envied. He can have vehicles that are envied. Don't get mad. That's, that's what the blessing means. That's the blessing. The blessing means to be envied. All right? So I, I, I just try to set a case here. These things are going to happen for your man of God. You got to know this truth. Because if you don't know this, you can join into people talking dumbness. I, it's killing me that I see people driving Mercedes mad at preachers who drive a Mercedes. So you, 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 you get exclusive distribution deal on blessing. 
So we're supposed to be blessed too? Okay, so the first thing I told you is that your man of God is going to be really blessed. Your man of God, you think he anointed now. He's, he's elevated and anointed. Your man of God's prophetic is getting clearer and clearer and clearer. The apostolic grace on your man of God is increasing uh, exponentially. All that God has called him to walk in is increasing. He is in a season that will not end until he's dead of increase. So I ask life members to identify yourself because you are going to hear who you, who you think he is. See, I go somewhere with this man. Who, look at him driving. Who do you think he is? Driving what he's driving. Doing what he's doing. And the first thing you say is, hold on, no, I have a Mercedes too. That's the point. Y'all ain't answering me right, right. The first thing you say is when they say, look at your pastor's house. You say, man, you should see my house. Look at y'all don't know how to answer, man. Why your, why your pastor got to wear red bottoms? You want to see mine? That's the first response. The first response says, what's in the house is for the house. So he ain't the only one in the house jamming. I jamming too. The whole house jamming. He ain't the only one in the house who anointed. All of us anointed. He ain't the only one who healing folk. All of us healing folk. He ain't the only one who prophetic. All of us prophetic. So that's our first answer. Second answer is, no, that's my man of God. That's the one that God sent to me. For me. And we got to be established. This house has to be established in this biblical principle. That's why the Holy Ghost told me to go over this again, because I got another direction I go in for this morning's teaching. But he says, before you go, just do a quick rehearsal over last week, because this church that you pastor must know this principle, must understand that God, let's read it, man. Uh, Marisa, read the text. What do you think with the Bible? Say, this is the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. G. All right, here we go. Here we go. Read the text. What it says? Go. Therefore, uh -huh. it is said, uh -huh. when he ascended on high. Now, is that he with a big H? Yes. So, who are we talking about? Jesus. Jesus. All right. Let's move he and put Jesus. Go ahead and do that. Okay. Read it again. Therefore, it is said, when Jesus ascended on high. What did Jesus do? Jesus led captivity. Captive. Right. Jesus led a train of vanquished foes. That's deep like to say, he beat the devil bad. He beat them bad, bad, bad. All right, and what happened? And Jesus bestowed gifts on men. Who? Jesus. What did he do? Bestowed. That means like he gave. Yes. Like they didn't earn it. Jesus did what? Bestowed. Jesus bestowed gifts on men. Jump to verse 11. And his gifts were very. Why, 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 why you stop? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? All right, go back to the end of verse 8. And what did Jesus do? Bestow? Bestowed gifts on men. Jesus bestowed gifts on men. Man is us. Jesus is Jesus. Verse 11, what does it say? And Jesus' gifts were varied. Jesus himself appointed and gave men to us. Some hold, hold on. Jesus himself? Himself. So he didn't even trust nobody to do this. Jesus, Jesus went to Old Harbor in Jamaica and then went to Lisbon Creek in Andrews and made sure that Fonza and Lura collide. 
because there was a gift that lived that he was there was a gift that Leonardo would need oh Jesus and so he brought them two together and released a gift on one little big head boy nine pounds ten ounces he released that gift on this man because he know Bakari was going to need something Jesus did this. What, what did he say? So what, what, what was the gifts he gave? Some to be apostles. Right. Special messengers. Right. Some prophets. Uh-huh. Inspired preachers and expounders. Uh-huh. Some evangelists. Yeah. Preachers of the gospel, traveling missionaries. Uh-huh. Some pastors, shepherds of his flock, uh-huh. and some teachers. Now, who gave these things? Jesus. Jesus did this. Don't be mad at Rev. Be mad at Jesus. Jesus put this in place, and I'm preaching this to make sure that Denzel is convinced because Denzel likes to play this thing down. Because Denzel don't like sometimes the tension that comes to it. He don't be into that like that. He, trust me, you see this bold kind of preacher guy, I am really not that person. I like to... Be in the back, honestly. I had a good time Friday night. Me and my wife, and they had the table set up. Um, yeah, so by personality. <laughs> my pre- no. But God says, son, you got to embrace this thing on you because I gave this to you. And I have sanctified you, that means to separate, from everybody else. So we need to be at peace concerning this, that this is a Jesus thing, it's not a fleshly thing. And not because people pervert it means that we must cancel it in this cancel culture. Because there are a lot of men and women of God that mess this thing up. I mean, we get some bad police, but when you get in robbed, you should just call them, right? Someone said, I bought these police, I can't stand them, I can't stand them. You are not, hey, hey, someone, someone, someone come into my house. Call the police. That's what we do. So, so, you know, police ambulance workers, they mean, they don't have, they have bad attitude. Lord, my, my heart fluttering, you can send somebody? No. Because not because we got some bad apples somewhere that we cancel the whole culture. But why we won't do it when it comes to the kingdom and, and preachers and men and women of God? Preach, y'all. All right. So, I still, let me finish my introduction. Actually, I'm finishing the recap. Oh, this is a recap. Um, your man of God is appointed by God for you, number one. Number two, your man of God is on assignment to mature you spiritually. Number three, your man of God. Too fast? I got to rush, man. I'm going to the next point. Okay. <sighs> I let you all read it then. Y'all, please don't read, don't read, don't read slow. Put the first one up, number one. Ready? Go. Read it. Your man of God is appointed by God for you. Next one. Your man of God is on assignment to mature you spiritually. Go. Your man of God releases word to build faith in you. Very, very important. Go to the next one. Your man of God must example the walk of faith. That's another very big one um, for those of you who visit in this church. If you can't see faith in your man of God, find your man of God. The 
worst thing in the world you could do is to be living under an impartation of fear. An impartation of doubt. This is the victory that overcomes the world. What is it? Our faith. And the principle of having someone over you is that they impart to you what's on the top flows down. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.